0: Thanks for listening to The Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of The Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, CEO and founder of Pierre Medical Consulting. Helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week we have a special guest really needs no introduction: Maria Davis Pierre, CEO and founder of Autism and Black. And we are going to be talking about the amazing 2022 Autism and Black conference and give our recap. And please stay tuned, because if you, if you listen long enough and if you listen hard enough, you'll actually hear when is next year's conference going down, generally speaking. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and remember to tell not one friend, tell five friends or even 10 friends about this week's episode. Thank you. This week, we have a special guest who really needs no introduction. Um, I jokingly say this, but really, in truth, this is the celebrity of the Pierre Party of Five household. Um, you hear her voice on every episode of the podcast. Uh, she uh, gives me such a lovely introduction. Obviously, she's probably one of the most interviewed guests here on the show. Again, Maria, thank you for joining this week's podcast, uh, this week's episode of Medicine Mondays.
0: Thank you for having me. You know, I'm always excited to grace the stage and talk with you.
1: So we got we got a lot of great things to talk about. Those who um, are in the know, especially those, especially with the autism and Black community, um, we are coming fresh off the heels of the 2022 Autism and Black Conference, and I think I, in fact, not think I know. I think it's extremely important for us to kind of talk about a recap uh, discussion of what the conference was, how was the conference for you. And more importantly, what did you learn from it? Um, You know, what plans do you have moving forward?
0: Oh yes. I think this is going to be a great conversation because we haven't really um, discussed in length with, you know, other people, how, um, how we felt about the conference. But for me, it was, I mean, I didn't think it would get any better after year one. I thought that, oh my gosh, you really did something here. And I was very nervous going into year two. Like, we're not going to be able to you know meet the same bar as year one, but year two, we really um we really did something in the community. we really did something impactful in the community, and I am just so proud of the hard work. Um, a lot of people don't know it's just you and I who's really you know putting together this entire conference. And just hearing the feedback of the attendees thinking that it's like a 20 person team when it's just you and I. I,
1: I wish I wish it was 20 person.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, just, you know, n- let's let's me know that we got it right. Right. They're like it was completely seamless, you know, just knowing where to go, having the app. Um, being able to go from one session to the next, being, um, getting the notifications in the app saying, hey, meet us in this room. You know, they were like, it was just completely seamless and they loved everything. So for me, it was just, you know, like, yeah, we, we did year two, really amazing.
1: So let's talk about just kind of obviously the theme of this year's conference, and we've, we've talked on previous episodes as far as how we led up to the theme. It was a, a fan vote, which I absolutely love. Um, like as far as your thought process when you had the theme and you said, all right, these are the speakers that I'm thinking about. This is kind of the lineup that I'm thinking about. This is kind of the way I want to present the information. How, how was that process for you?
0: Um, so I knew that I really wanted one theme in particular. And when um, that theme actually won, I was very relieved because I had the whole conference planned around this theme. And I was like, if it doesn't win, then, you know, I'm going to have to scratch everything I'm thinking. So the theme that I did want was culturally responsive parenting and advocacy. And that is the one that, um, you know, the fan, won the fan vote. Uh, I knew that I wanted um, Cheryl Poe. As one of the speakers to talk about restraints and seclusions, because a lot of people, um, you know, don't at least for in our community, the Black community, they don't know that that happens within the school system, um, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do next. So I know that I, I wanted Cheryl. I knew I wanted um, Althea because Althea talks a lot about trauma, and she also talks a lot about um, regulation, and she uses Legos. So I knew that I wanted her there. Um, I knew that I wanted Natasha Nelson of um, the Supernova Mama platform. I know that I wanted her there um, because she talks about her experiences as a um, adult Black autistic woman and raising two um, Black autistic little girls. So I knew in my mind, those are the people I really wanted, as well as I, see I, too. I knew that I had to have them there and I reached out to them and they're the ones who actually helped me also get with um deeper within the autism community and get a lot more um autistic speakers there so because of their connections they helped um our platform get a lot of the um actually autistic speakers sorry to break your concentration i know you're probably knee deep into today's episode but do not forget
1: check out our lunch and learn community store com. remember to use the code empower10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast.
0: Um, and then um, of course, and have- that was a that was an important
1: thing for you, especially going uh this year. Um, because obviously we 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 heard the feedback from last year. <laughs> like we we heard it, we heard it loud and clear. Um, you know, the fact that we needed autistic individuals to not only just obviously be a part of the discussion but be the discussion um which was that was that was very important and I think you definitely hit it out of the park with that
0: exactly um I knew especially also having gotten my own diagnosis thinking about um us not having a lot of conversations around adults last year I know that I really wanted that this year. And because of Asia 2 um, not only uh, did they help me get a lot of actually autistic speakers, um, I got enough to have a panel, <laughs> an amazing yeah. adult autistic panel, um, which was just mind-blowing, the amount of vulnerability and transparency that happened on that panel. Um, some of the speakers told me that Um, They really needed that, that they had never been in a space where they could let down um, their mask and be authentically them. And that was a healing moment for them. So that's, you know, something that I, I hold very dear to my heart that we were able to accomplish something like that. So, yeah, those are the speakers I had in mind. And then, of course, we put out our call for proposals And then um, seeing all of the amazing um, proposals that we were getting, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be just, we're going to blow it out the water. So that's really how I formed my, mind. oh, there was um, Mercedes uh, Samudio, who I also wanted um, as a speaker to talk about the shame-proof parenting, because, of course, in the Black community, that's something that... um, we have to deal with a lot, the shame that we place on ourselves and then the shame that um, we get from others. So yeah, that's kind of how the speakers were all funneled and, and chosen. And a lot of people don't know is that we had so many speakers um, that we couldn't have everybody live. So we did the vault and had um, pre-recording. So um, the, a thing about me is that it's if your proposal is amazing, it's going to be hard for our team to um, not choose a proposal right so (laughs) the only time that really we really don't choose a proposal if it really doesn't fit within our mission our vision and our theme Um, so yeah that's that's really how the speakers were all funneled and chosen in my thought process with the speakers
1: what what were some of the highlights of the conference because obviously when you're when you're in the middle of doing the conference, running a lot of the presentations, you don't really get to enjoy it um, until you kind of look back and see like, wow, like we like that that happened. Like what were some of the highlights uh, during this year's conference for
0: you? One was the accessibility within the app and the convenience of that. I think and talk about
1: the app because uh, it was for Dev. Yes.
0: We use the Hoover platform this year. Um, last year, we just did everything through Zoom. So we had one link for the entire day, um, which caused a lot for us on the back end having to, you know, edit and cut um, mm. and upload. So this year, we had the Hoova platform, and it was just so seamless, so convenient to be able to, um, one, split up all the session links have every uh, speaker's bio within that. And then if we went overtime in one room, just send an announcement to everybody, say, hey, meet us in the next room in 10 minutes and we'll be there. And then everybody gets the message and we're we're meeting there. So one, the convenience of the platform we used this year was just, took a lot of stress off of me.
1: And I think, and we talked about this, one of the big reasons why we wanted to do it is because last year felt so great Mm-hmm. As far as just the speakers and the the, the numbers of people who we know we're watching. Uh, but one thing we noticed, right? And again, not only do we love the feedback, but we we were probably our biggest critics, is we were like, man, there, there was really no way for the people within that community to connect with each other, mm-hmm. and, especially if they weren't speakers and they didn't have it, like there was really no way to connect with each other. So that was a big reason why we went in that direction of getting uh, on that platform uh just so not only can they it would be much more easier to see the speakers um see what they offer and you know all, all their offers and which was great but more importantly so that other uh other families like could talk to each other can can look up and like hey I'm in the state of Florida like is anyone in the state of like it was just a amazing aspect of just really trying to work on bringing that community together because again, it's autism and Black is one thing, but it's, it, it doesn't do it any justice if you're not bringing the community together with you.
0: Exactly. And, you know, we do get access to the app two months uh, after our conference. So we still have access to the app and we have so much engagement still going on in the app. People doing meetups, um, people talking about certain topics and connecting with um, one another. So of course, you know, a part of the mission with Autism in Black is building those support networks and building those support circles. So seeing people continuing to do that is like, okay, you know, we're not just, leaving them with all of this information and nobody to kind of process um, it with. So seeing that and seeing the continued engagement in it is also something amazing and a plus of having the app.
1: Was there any more uh, highlights, any uh, sessions that um, really kind of like, wow, like I was so glad um, that I was able to have this person on uh, for a discussion?
0: Yes, every single speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Every single speaker left me with something and some of them, you know, they are personal friends, um, Cheryl and Althea, but every time I listened to them, I still learned something. Um, so yeah, every single speaker brought it. Um, the panels, again, were just so transparent and so vulnerable and having people just sit and it was like they were just getting to witness a intimate conversation between friends happened and to get a lot out of that conversation. So the panels were really a highlight. And then, um, for me as a black autistic female newly diagnosed, um, Aisha's session really, it, it really did something to my soul just to see somebody and experience a lot of parallels and answer a lot of questions within myself um, because as uh, you know everybody knows I'm still kind of processing my own diagnosis so just seeing and hearing you know her story really you know brought up a lot for me and I appreciated that so um, yeah.
1: So what do we have to look forward to after the conference because a lot of energy gets expelled leading up to the conference, during the conference, but as we're for most conferences, not mm-hmm. like Autism and Black, but for most conferences, like you get that energy boost leading up to it. You're high energy while you're at it, mm-hmm. and then like two weeks later, that energy is kind of, uh, and then you kind of go back to your normal, right? So what, what, what do you have in store for the community to look forward to
0: um, even after the
1: conference is um, long and gone?
0: I have to ask you if I'm um, okay to share it because I know you like to have our stuff, you know, no, you can't say this just yet. So what (laughs) what can I say? Oh, we
1: can be open. (laughs) We're here. We're here. We can be open. I I, I love it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So for one, um, our coloring book is up for pre-order now, which um, is going to help a lot with social emotional learning of children. Um, And you can actually see it kind of behind Dr. Berry over there cross his shoulder. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) I got got my, I got a, I don't know, the camera, yeah, express yourself feelings.
0: Yes, so we have that, (laughs) and then something that we have been working on really hard behind the scenes, and both you and I are excited about, is the Autism and Black community that's coming, um, where we will be, you know, having that community engagement, with each other inside of a platform. Right. Um, and, and I think
1: we, I think especially coming off of this conference and seeing what the benefit is of being able to reach out to your community. Like, again, we, we all have email listers, We all have social media platforms. And at any moment, right, they can take away those away, right? They can take away your Facebook. They can take away your Instagram at any moment. Mm-hmm. But having a platform of your own Uh, to be able to kind of reach out, uh, you know, to your community members, provide and serve your community members in a more direct fashion was definitely something we wanted to um, really partake in.
0: Exactly. And um, I want to share details of what's in it. Is that okay with you?
1: (laughs) Oh, we can can share a little. We can share a little. We can share a little because we still work because definitely because we're still building. So um, even the details now will likely be changed by the time it gets
0: here. Exactly. And we actually have um, our VIP um, attendees who are beta testers for um, our um, community. So, you know, that was something they were very excited about and the perks of being a VIP attendee to the Mm -hmm. Oxygen Black Conference. Um, But it will include a uh, Monthly Q&A, we will have a monthly topic that we will be going over. So, you know, uh, whether it be uh, discipline or uh, self-esteem or self-care or whatever the topic of the month is, we will deep dive into it for, um, those 30, 31 days. Um, they get a, um, an ebook to go along with the topic. You know, we get a Q and A session that goes along with the topic. Um, we're trying to get in guest speakers, um, depending on what the topic is, you know, there is a book club, you know, we have a section for, um, professionals who will be working within the Black disability community. We have a special section for Black fathers who are wanting that connection. So that's just some of the stuff that we'll be bringing with this community.
1: No, definitely excited. Um, Especially, obviously, for those who may not know, um, I actually was, you know, fortunate enough, I was able to have my own presentation at this year's conference, um, really speaking from the angle of a Black father raising an autistic child. And the feedback was absolutely, again, I'm not tooting my own horn, like, y'all could ask them, right? I'm not tooting my own horn. Feedback was absolutely amazing uh, because of the theme that, wow, like, I didn't know that someone was out here thinking like me. I didn't know someone was out here who had the same thoughts as me because we, we had a couple of fathers uh, in, in the chat uh, mm-hmm. while we were just asking questions. You could tell they were energized and fired up because it, it hit home on a lot of feelings yeah. that especially as men, we don't like to address. And it was just one thing to hear me say like, yep, I was sad, I was depressed. I was all of these things um, when my, my daughter was diagnosed. And now we're like, oh, wow, I was too. And now that that connection was there. So we definitely want to make sure we build that community um, within that group as well, too, just to kind of continue to build and, and prosper as we move forward.
0: Yeah, and that was actually uh, another highlight for me is one... Um, For those of you who know, I've been trying to get Dr. Berry to have a niche with um, Black fathers within the autism and Black community because it is something that is so needed. And I think he needed, you needed that push as well to see that this is something that we really need. I mean, there was conversation about the Autism and Black Conference for Fathers. There was conversation about, you know, let's get this uh, support. They they wanted to
1: do a whole conference. (laughs) They're like, whoa, let's relax now. (laughs)
0: There was so much, you know, a panel session for next year. You know, there was so much conversation just out of your session, you know, one of the fathers, he was there with his wife and he just took over her chat and he was like, you know, this is my session and this is my time. And he got something that he needed out of that. And you got something that you needed out of that. So it was a beautiful moment. Um, But yeah, most definitely. And I think it got our wheels turning for what's to also come next um, with autism and black down the line.
1: Absolutely. Love it. So the question that like was asked like even like probably like mid-conference like what do we have to like as you as you leave the second conference the second conference the second year the conference is in chair like like how do you build upon it for next year more importantly what people really want to know is when is next year's like and (laughs) and we probably have that answer now but like like just the fact that people like right now are energized for the next conference um you know amazing
0: yeah, I think we got our first ask of the date for next year's conference um midday day 1. Right. <laughs> you know like when when is um next year's conference happening we're like oh you know we we still have another date here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a moment to you know get get the stats going and we'll have dates for you. So as of right now we do not have a specific date for um, year three Autism and Black Conference. But we do know that it will be in the month of April. So we know sometime during April will be year three Autism and Black Conference. So that's what we have as far as a date. We did have some feedback of things to add for um, next year's. You know, we want some more talk about siblings and sibling relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, We want some more um in regards to black fathers so some more sessions uh possibly a panel session if we get enough black fathers interested um so yeah you know those are some of the the thoughts and ideas um for next year's and then of course we do we really tried hard this year to get um Uh, autistic individuals that use AAC devices or um, are non-vocal and have them included in the conference as well so hopefully next year we can actually um, do that and have uh, that as well and be inclusive because one thing about it is I try to be as inclusive as possible but you know some people may not be comfortable speaking in front of an entire audience so hopefully next year we can add that in as well.
1: And I think you said it best because there were definitely times during the conference where you could feel people um, breaking down. You could not feel, see, you could see them breaking down, see them crying, Mm -hmm. see them becoming emotional. Mm -hmm. But the reason why they were able to do that is because they felt safe. Yes. Because people don't do that in a place they feel like they got to wear a mask around.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't do
1: that in a place that they feel they got to be protected of, you know, I wonder if someone's going to say something about me. Like they don't do it in those spaces,
0: mm-hmm. but when they're
1: in a space where safety is a priority, which we stress exactly. and, you know, making sure that people feel comfortable just being themselves mm-hmm. and allowing them to be themselves, allowing them to, you know, shed emotion, shed tears, uh, was which I think is phenomenal. Um, and because it always received the most positive feedback we are with you we love you we're Mm -hmm. here for you
0: Mm -hmm. like
1: like there was never in fact it wasn't wasn't a negative feedback at all for any like again our present our presenters y'all did it like y'all amazing i I was was joking maria um um uh miss miss Heather uh dr yeah. I'm not Ms. heather Ms.
0: clark heather Clark she
1: was phenomenal that was like probably <laughs> one. after cheryl pope probably one of my highlights uh for sure uh of the conference so shout out shout out to Heather.
0: yes i had to send her a message it was like you know dr barry cannot stop talking about you so mm-hmm. he really enjoyed it so yeah that was a highlight heather had her own session but then she was on both panels and i think um it was just a poignant moment to see something that happened on one of our panels and see how it, the conversation transpired of being a autistic individual who was offended by um, language that was used and then um, educating the community on why it's so important to listen to those who have the experience. So if I am a black autistic individual and I am telling you, you know, within our community, you know, I'm saying this, and you as a person who does not have that experience, trying to talk over me about the experience, it can be something that is very triggering. So I think, you know, the attendees got to see that moment and see that, you know, wow, language really does matter. And we really need to educate ourselves on certain things and have that. So not a negative thing happened, but I think a lot of, poignant moments happen where attendees could learn from it and mm-hmm. use that day to day, you know, and, and just to see the, the resolution within the conversations happen, I think were very poignant moments.
1: Absolutely. So before we let you go, because this is a question that we got almost immediately as well, for someone who could not attend the conference, but is, you know, gonna, gonna watch this, gonna listen to this, and they say, wow, like, I, I want to experience that, like, how, how can that occur? like how how can how can someone uh, get involved and in, you know get get in touch and purchase uh, the replay of uh, this year's conference
0: well for the replay you can go ahead and purchase um, the replay, they are, the entire conference is um, available to purchase all of the replays um, and you get access to the vault that um, those who attended the conference live have access to. So you won't be missing out on anything except, you know, the live moment, but you get all of the um, sessions, all of the resources that were in there. Everything that's in the vault is yours to watch for a lifetime, you know, and what- And, the- and I want to
1: stress that because a lot of times you'll go to a conference- and they'll give you the recordings, but it'd be like, all right, you got three months with these recordings, and then we're snatching them away for you. Exactly. exactly. And we want to let people know, like, no, for life, right? Mm-hmm. As long as long as we're paying that bill, because we're gonna be keep paying that bill, as long as we're paying that bill, you will have access to uh, that platform um, to watch all the videos. Um, we I there's there's a section of resources that had a whole bunch of amazing articles and just links that were shared throughout the conference. Um, that's going to be there. Um, you'll, you'll see a, a section for our exhibitors. So all of the speakers who also happen to be exhibitors, um, that way you can follow up with them as well, too, because yeah. I think that's one thing people don't really talk about that. Not only are our speakers phenomenal, but like after uh, they put the autism and black conference on their resume, like people start reaching out for them because it's it's almost like a stamp of approval. Yeah. And, and that's something we probably would have never imagined Just last year thinking about like, hey, we should probably do a conference that all of a sudden in some circles speaking at our conference would be like a stamp of approval and one to say like, oh, I want this person speaking at my conference as well.
0: Exactly. A lot of speakers from last year um, have told me they've gotten speaking engagements. A couple are now um, on actual boards uh, because of, you know, them speaking at the conference. I know that um, a few of our speakers um, had already gotten offers to speak somewhere else before the end of day one. Um, So, yeah, you know, just having that impact on the community is so important and getting, our Black speakers into other circles and getting them on these stages to talk about what happens in our community. Um, that's the most impactful thing. You know, if you're going to be coming to the Autism and Black Conference and get that experience and they say, hey, this speaker is really would be a great fit within my community. And now we have more diversity within our own conferences that are happening or our own organization and trainings. Um, that is something that, you know, just really. Um, makes me feel good but what is that link uh for the people to get the replay and i know you know that that link which one the the replay links
1: oh um so they can go to they want to replay link one they can actually go to our your website your website go to (laughs) autismandblack.org and it's actually under conference the replay link uh is right there or Uh it is actually the conference 2022 so if they go to uh autism what is it aib conference 22 um, um, that link will actually take them to the page where they can purchase the replays and then lo and behold they're there but yeah if they go to just autism right under the section under conference you'll see the option uh to pick up the uh conference
0: replays yes and that other link was autismandblack.org slash conference 22 no aib in that one it's just conference 22 Oh, okay.
1: And all for those who are watching, I will make sure the links are in the description. The correct links are in the description. Um, and my podcast listeners, it will also be in the show notes as well. So again, Maria, we are so appreciative of everything you do. Obviously, I am biased, but we are so appreciative of everything you do for this community. Um, and we know that even when you do amazing work, we keep asking you to do more amazing work because we know that Uh, Because you're a special person, you can kind of handle it. Uh, And obviously, we're here to support you every which way. Um, How can people follow with you? Um, You know, what like, like businesses, organizations, like give them all of those details before we get you out of here.
0: Sure. For organizations that would like me to speak at their conferences or uh, speaking engagements, events, or would hire me, uh, would like to hire me for culturally responsive trainings, go right to the website, autisminblack.org, and there are specific tabs for that. Um, you can also find me on um, Instagram at Black or on Facebook at autism in BLK. You can also listen to the autism in black podcast, which is on most um, podcast streaming platforms as well. And then look out for our um, community store that has a lot of our merch um, and will ha- uh, house our uh, courses, the mm-hmm. replays and our coloring book that me and my daughter have co-authored.
1: Amazing, and again, that community store is actually shop.autismandblack.org. Uh Pick up your gear. I'm I'm actually you can't see it. I'm actually wearing one of uh, the, the conference gears as well. She's actually wearing the conference gear. So uh, yeah. So again, just amazing things for the community. We appreciate you. We love you. And remember, let You learn community. I'm gonna see you guys next week.
0: Bye, everybody.
1: Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. Favorite board-certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.